And we're live! Welcome everybody to Ask a Wizard! Look at this, we've got the audio going. There was no, uh, me talking without the mic. We've got the video started. <laughs> and they have content prepared. It's so great. Welcome to Friday stream. It is a fun day Friday here, guys. I have spent a lot of my time uh, working on a particular project that I have coming up for a certain someone named Alexandria Paxton. Um, and uh, I put together a pretty fun stream for you guys here today, though. So a little less uh, t serious topics, more on the fun, lighthearted side for this particular fun day Friday. And uh, some of the topics include The Great Emu War, The Five Books You Should Own, and terrifying paranormal videos plus so much more we have like a real king kong video well it's it's let's say it's an ape who thinks he's king kong but he's still ape sized very odd uh also check this out you see this that that right there is what used to be flat racks and are now bushy with microgreens that's right our microgreens are looking very delicious i ate some of them today don't tell alex they're delicious <clears throat> all right and by the way, we got Angel uh, Gamer on the list already and uh, Sunflower on the list already for live wizard readings, which you can get for free by liking the stream and sharing the stream. When you do that, you qualify for a free live wizard reading. Let me know in the comments below that you've done so and we will get you added to the list. And if you want to support the stream and get a three card reading for uh, whatever price you think it's worth, go to paypal.me forward slash askwizard, throw any money you'd like into the tip jar there and that will get you a three card reading but make sure you tell me because if you don't tell me i don't know <laughs> all right and uh of course the ultimate way to support and we'll be talking about this actually in the show today uh for a variety of reasons is the p.o box p.o box 8881 missoula montana 59807 that's where you should send your letters you can send financial support or just letters of encouragement but i will read them live on air so if you have questions for a wizard or just want to send some stuff my way that is the place to do it, to join the Letter Club. All right, let us begin with the weekly weird. This is where we cover uh, weekly news going on uh, that is weird. Now, as you know, the news is a completely useless uh, piece of crap. You should not watch the news. You should not listen to the news. You should not read the news. They are a lying organization filled with garbage and have nothing of value to offer society. Um, that being said, just want to make a quick announcement here. There is a coup occurring in the United States right now. Uh, the previous videos that we talked about uh, discuss how to grow your own food, how to get your own water, and have your own power sources. I just think it's important for you guys to know that this is uh, currently has. I've been talking about it for a while now, um, but this has been occurring, and uh, right now they are doing some pretty intense stuff. So there is a high likelihood uh, that there will be uh, brief disruptions in various things that uh, we need in major cities so i think that it's important if for no other reason to be secure uh, having the ability to grow your own food get your own water have your own power very useful things to have um and uh i uh, will talk about this later having a preparatory a preparatory strategy in case there's disruptions in our communications networks specifically the internet so that is this week in weirds news and we're going to move right on into hilarious history this is the great emu war 
Uh, we got a generator. Congratulations, Matthew. I'm glad to hear that you are on point. And my goodness, are are the are the owls not the greatest people ever? It's like they're just so so powerful. Uh, what we have access to is just unstoppable um and so there there are some stuff going on in the united states right now there's a an attempted military coup occurring um with a partnership between china and the uh, left-wing party of our government um they're attempting to a coup and they may be successful they may not um doesn't matter either way if you prepare correctly like we teach the owls to do so uh you can be prepared for it so Let's get into hilarious history. Today we're going to be discussing the Great Emu War. This was a war waged in Australia. The population of 6 million people went to war with 600,000 giant emus. And it gets intense. So, let's take a look. <laughs> the Great Emu War of 1932. This is Australia. 1932 the great depression is abound affecting the global economy and australia has switched over to homesteading as its main source of living because that's how they are able to survive during this economic collapse unfortunately australian soil is not ideal in most places of australia for growing and this problem was increased by a giant prevalence of emus that's right emus just like to kind of dig dirt up stomp on plants and just overall really screw up the soil not not a very not a very good situation at all um and so the government is in a bind they've been dumping money into funding programs to try and help the poor help the farmers out, get them some subsidies. And as you are probably familiar with, every single government program across the board, without exception, is a complete and terrible atrocity. It is a horrifying, dangerous thing that always happens. It has never produced anything of value. It has never accomplished any of its goals. And uh, the usual end result, if things go well, is that they completely fail and create more of the problem that they tried to destroy. Um, most of the time, though, it usually ends in death and genocide. So government programs do not work and never have worked and never will work. And so the Australian government's like, hey, you know, we could keep killing people with government programs. Or, hear me out, what if we just kill emus? <laughs> and uh, we live in a society, we live in a world, we live in a realm uh, where that's actually the better option. And so Australia was like, heck yeah, we're going to kill some emus. And so they did. And so they did. They got 10,000 rounds of ammunition and two machine guns and sought out to eliminate the emu plague that was attacking the farmers' gardens um, and destroying their crops. Now, unfortunately for the Australian government, uh, they underestimated the power of the emu. You see, uh, while an emu here looks so uh, auspicious and uh, kind and yeah, a little bit cute, a little, little weird, but a little cute, uh, what you might not realize is that this emu is actually a tank. Uh, <laughs> this, team, this emu here can literally take three to four rounds from machine gun fire and literally have nothing happen to it because of their just immense density of uh, feathers and fluff. Um, to make matters worse, the emus are actually uh, effective at essentially military guerrilla warfare. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. They're very familiar with dispersion strategies. So what emus do is they clump together in large groups. Um, 
of birds and then when they sense a predator or being attacked they break off into smaller clumps and scatter in the opposite directions uh, forcing the machine gunner to have to then target fire individual birds rather than uh, just shoot out into a mob of birds and so because of this strategy uh, the machine gunners were woefully ineffective they uh, are forced to target fire emus their bullets aren't able to take them down unless they hit them with five or six rounds and uh, the emus are utilizing dispersion strategy tactics so um, of course what the australian government did was then increase their budget because that's what government programs always do uh, keep in mind this is their military uh, and upgraded to a truck and mounted their machine guns onto the backs of trucks unfortunately for them the emus were able to outrun the trucks <laughs> when it came when it came to the off-road terrain the trucks were not able to keep up with the birds and the emus were able to outrun them making their uh, investment into the truck a complete waste of resources so after all of this has gone down uh, 2,500, 25% of the 10,000 rounds uh, that had been <laughs> budgeted for their campaign had been fired, and only 300 emus had fallen out of the 20,000 emus <laughs> that live in Australia. So uh, not the most effective numbers there, as you might guess. Um, at this point, the Australian military said, you know, maybe we should just give up. This is clearly a waste of money. We cannot defeat the emus. Um, to which the farmers were like, no, no, no. Please continue killing the emus. It is so much better that you kill the emus than try any of your government programs because you're just killing people with it. You know, welfare kills people. Paid education kills people. Um, all of the things that the government gives you produce death, tragedy, and horror. And so they're like, yeah, no, just go do your thing. Keep shooting emus. <laughs> That's fine. Just, just keep doing it. Um, and then the Australian government's like, you don't tell us what to do. And so the farmers are like, oh, you see what the problem is, is they can't really do it. They're not just, it's not good enough to kill emus. It's fine. It's fine. A bunch of birds beat you. It's fine. And uh, then Australian military took that as a challenge and continued their war campaigns. All 10,000 rounds were fired by the end of this great campaign against the emus. And after firing 10,000 rounds with two machine guns, 986 emus were killed, leaving over 19,000 emus remaining. <laughs> At this point, the Australian government formally surrendered to the emus, and it is now recorded in the military logbooks as the emu war, where Australia declared war on the emus and lost. That is the Great Emu War. This is a real event that actually occurred. I know it sounds insane, but this is something that actually happened. Uh, the, the key takeaways from this is, yes, the government really is this bad. And no, things have not gotten better since the 1930s. In fact, they've actually gotten worse. The government is less effective today. It is more devastating, more dangerous, and more awful and more dishonest than it was in the past. Um, and no, this is not just limited to Australia. Australia is not the one government with all the problems. No, every single government is like this. There is no exception to the rule. All government is evil government. And um, 
Emus are able to defeat empires. So can you. You are better than emus. You are smarter than emus. You are stronger than emus. A well-educated owl is far more powerful than 50,000 emus. And so with that, that is the great emu war. I hope you guys enjoyed that particular segment. And let's get light into those live wizard readings. Our first live wizard reading segment for today. We'll have another one at the end as well. Um, let's get this going. All right, first up on the list, we have Angel Gamer. Angel Gamer, is there anything in particular you're looking for a reading about? And uh, if you have any thoughts about the Great Emu War, feel free to drop in the comments below. This is an interactive show. You are, feel free to throw them in. I am reading your comments as they go by. Angel Gamer, you're up. Is there anything in particular you're looking for insights on? Let me know. Let me know. Uh, Matthew, what kind of generator? Did you get a gas generator? Those things are pretty epic as well. By the way, I, I know I, I hype up the water generator just because it's so cool that you can do that for like 50 bucks. But a gas generator, you can get them for like 500 to 1,000 bucks and uh, they're really effective. Like really effective. Um, and they last well. well. A long time. Okay, I'm back. Awesome. How you doing, Owen? I bet one mana four people emu would still win. I bet one man against four people, the emu, for, whoa, what? <laughs> OMG. <laughs> Angel Gamer Girl is looking for a life advice. All right, let's go. By the way, if you'd like to get a live wizard reading, you can go and get a three-card reading by going to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. Pay whatever you think the reading is worth, and you can send your letters in at 888-1-Missoula-Montana-59807, where I will read your letters on air as well. Let us begin. Why is life like this? Um, because life is amazing. Let's begin. Oh, or I could just drop your card on the ground and, and be sad. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, Angel. Here we go. Angel Gamer, we got the Two of Hearts showing up here for you. So let's get that popped up. Boom. Two of Hearts right there. And so what the Two of Hearts represents is a choice regarding emotions. Um, whew. This is a tough piece of advice here, Angel, but um, I, I, I gotta go with what the wisdom here is, is you are making choices regarding your emotions um, and you're painting your life with more negativity than you need. Um, there is a base thing that is happening to you in life that we call life and you're choosing to interpret things as bad, as negative, as not good, as pessimistic. And um, that's making you feel like things are bad. And this is not good because this is what's called confirmation bias. If you start looking for the negative and the bad and the, the gray lining of everything in life, um, it will your brain becomes, it becomes a pattern of behavior that your brain will continue to do. And you can break it, it's totally breakable, uh, but the longer you do it, the harder it is to break. And so what this is saying here is, this is just starting. This is the very beginning phases. Um, and let's catch ourselves here and just realize and bring back into conscious awareness that you get to choose. When a situation happens, you can choose to identify what sucks about it, what's annoying. And it's hard because the culture right now is trying to push people towards that too. This cynical, uh, pessimistic, nihilistic, ha ha ha, I'm so funny because I say I suck or I say I'm depressed or I say I'm um, down on myself. It's this Rick and Morty crap humor style. And, and, and Rick and Morty is funny, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's 
based on a philosophical evil. So you got to be careful with these things. Um, and instead, what we want to be doing here is looking at what is the good of this? What is the benefit? How does this help me? How is this working for me in this situation? Um, and how can I best take advantage of what's happening right now, regardless of the positive or negative aspects? And I think that's going to help you a lot more with getting through life than um, this, oh, I can overcome the pain of this through humor, which is what the culture is currently trying to push and that is not an effective philosophy so that would be my recommendation for you there angel gamer i hope that helps you out i hope that gives you some insights let me know in the comments below if that helped you out and we're going to move on to the next reading which is sunflower queen gaming boo, 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 boo. let's get you a live was your reading sunflower uh, is there anything in particular you're looking for insights on? I see that you redacted a bunch of messages, so I'm assuming you're in the CIA. That is uh, confirmed. Uh, Sunflower is obviously a CIA operative redacting their messages. Uh, they do not want to reveal that they are part of the MK Ultra program. We know. We know, Sunflower. <laughs> we'll get your reading started. Is there anything in particular you'd like a reading about? Awesome. Matthew's got the gas powered for once. I was... I almost impul impulse bought one, a gas generator uh, at Costco the other day because it was 500 bucks, and I was like, well, I mean, it's pretty awesome. Um, the thing with Montana is, you know, we can still use wood, <laughs> which you can't do in like a lot of major cities. Um, so and we're surrounded by forest so montana crushes in that regard it's just you know you got trees for days that wood burning stoves are still totally a thing fireplaces the whole the whole lot so it's, it's quite nice uh retracted message equals cia absolutely absolutely can you do a magic trick hey darren uh, i do my magic tricks on my youtube or my youtube what am i saying my tiktok um stream so if you're looking for the magic show that is at tiktok and tiktok tiktok at oh no now i feel like i'm a clock Ugh. at 7 20 p.m pacific coast time over on tiktok so if you want to check those out that's where i do the magic i do some live wizard readings here though and occasionally i'll do some magic here but this is mostly just um we're doing videos entertainment fun for example in just a bit we're going to be watching uh a bear going creepy mode an ape turning into king kong and a tiger that doesn't realize that he just walked into a wendy's all right so we're gonna be doing that in just a bit you have a Costco? Yeah, no, Montana is like people. I probably should stay away. It's a horrible place filled with a uh, terrible, terrible, horrible racism and, and monsters and, and evil and uh, what what are the things that Californians hate? Uh, um, it has it has uh, success and um, it has success and it has prosperity and community. All the things California hates. It ha that's what we have. Um, that being said, <laughs> prosperity, joy, community, love, passion, uh, relationships, things like that. Uh, that's what we have here. So stay away, California, because I know how much you hate those things. That being said, um, it, it's not, imagine if for you, Matt, if you took Orange County and then removed all of the sin and evil and darkness from it, um, and then put it in the most beautiful place you could imagine. That's what, uh. I've found Montana to be. Can I get a random reading? Yes, that is what we call a general reading. 
Sunflower. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Ooh. Got the Three of Diamonds there for you. So Three of Diamonds is about the growth in materials. So let's see what this has to say. All right, so Sunflower Girl, this is saying that right now um, we need to pick a hobby or an activity that we can start seeing material growth in. Um, I think that we're feeling kind of powerless right now. We're feeling like we're out of control, um, that we are not in control of our own destiny. And this is... Um, partially true you know we don't, we don't control every aspect of our life um, but I do think that you need to understand that there are elements of our life that we do control you're a being made in God's image so you have the ability to create to build and grow and as such I think doing something even as simple as uh, learning how to grow um, maybe a, a, like a small herb growing something from seed and having it grow and failing at that and learning how to fix it and then eventually making it come through and actually happen uh, is going to show you on a small scale that you can affect the real world and make things happen and you can learn stuff and make it happen in the real world and then you can start applying that to other aspects of your life. Another great avenue is uh, health through exercise, um, setting a physical goal for yourself and then striving to that goal that you cannot reach and then attaining it, that gives you that same effect as well. And I think that's going to help you break through some spells that are happening with you right now where the world's trying to make you feel like you're just helpless. And uh, you need to see that that's not the case. You actually have a lot more power than anyone wants you to know. And so that would be my recommendation for you there. Sunflower, I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insights. And with that, unless we have anyone else looking for a live wizard reading, which you can get by liking the stream and sharing the stream, that gets you a one card reading for free. And of course, let me know in the comments so that I can add you to the list. Um, we'll also be doing another one of these at the end. So we're gonna be moving on to the videos. Hey, how's it going, Taya? Welcome. Can I get a random reading? Absolutely, Darren. We'll get uh, Darren one reading here, and then we're gonna move on to the videos. Let us begin. Do, 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 do. Oh, look at that, Darren, popping off with one of my favorite cards. Um, that is the Fool right there. And the Fool is about the beginning, and that's actually right up there on the, uh, the diagram as well. Uh, the Fool represents the beginning of a hero's journey. This is starting a new adventure. This is going out on a new path uh, where there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be surprises, and most importantly, you're going to grow and transform as a human being. And so that's what the hero's journey is all about here. Um, I'm getting the impression that this is regarding... Um, pretty deep stuff i think that you have gone down a philosophical path um that is just beginning for you i think that you went through a chapter of your life of um and this is kind of tying back in with that theme that rick and morty kind of theme of things of there was a, a period of life where we felt like the material realm was the realm that's all that existed and uh, we've had stark evidence to the contrary appear recently. And now we're kind of having to have to rethink um, our conception of the world. Atheism and scientism are spells. They're, they're, used, they're mental tricks that are used to lock 
people um, into little boxes, but it's actually using uh, manipulation. It's called sophistry. It's the uh, use of manipulative language. And so the trick that they all rely upon is they add not they uh, add the beginning of their. I'm not going to use the word that I'll probably use out of context. I'm going to make it simpler. Let's lower this down. The they will in the beginning. I have to use it. I can't think of a better word to describe it. A priori, they a priori remove uh, truth from their equations, anything that does not fit within the material realm, and then proceed forward. So if you always take that a priori step, then you will always fall. This is what uh, Nietzsche identified, and that's why Nietzsche, even being an atheist himself, called atheists fools for saying what they had was true rather than a religion. Um, and so this is a new beginning of a hero's journey. This is the revelation of that fact. This is the realization that there is more to life than just the material realm. And in fact, it's a bigger part of life. You could argue that it's the most important parts of life. And so from there, uh, just be ready for an exciting adventure. I've been on a similar adventure in myself as a wizard um, from the philosophical peaks of the tops and the bottoms of the oceans, if you, if, as Nietzsche puts it. And it is a fun and intense ride. Um, all I can say is there is truth in this world. There is God. And uh, you may not know it yet, but you will soon. So that would be my reading for you. I hope that that uh, helps you out, gives you some insights. And we're going to move on to the next reading. Do, oh, no, wait. We don't have any more readings. Unless we do. If someone wants to get a reading, feel free. That would be my recommendation. You can uh, like and share the stream to get a live wizard reading for free. Let's go to the videos. All right, so our incredible videos for today are Bears Goes Creepy Mode, an ape goes full King Kong, and a tiger does some pretty unexpected stuff. This is going to be pretty weird. All right, so this adds also to the lore. As you guys know, I've confirmed that the uh, Bigfoot's actually in the Mafia. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy, guys. We got an ad. We got an ad. I think it's time. I think it's time. Oh, this is unexpected. Here we go. Copy critique with Tyler Sass. Do you need a business wizard? Do you need projects and consulting? Do you need someone that's going to give you marketing advice like all of these buzzwords over here on the screen? Well, I am the wizard to do it today. And if you, if you decide to interrupt my stream with your ad, well, then you best be prepared to be subjected to copy critique. Let's analyze this ad, boys and girls. Let's see how crappy it is in all the ways that it should be improved. Let's take a look right now on copy critique. So first off, it's good. New Mutants. What does that mean? New Mutants, huh? It's on YouTube, okay. Mutants, are, are we looking at goats? Are we looking at mutant animals? Why are there teenagers on my screen? Watch it on YouTube. So is this like a YouTube channel? I see marble popping up here. So, so far we're in the first um, two seconds of your ad and I know nothing about what you're trying to sell me. My go-to app for watching videos is YouTube. Okay, so what what is this? watch the new mutants what is the new mutants why would i watch the new mutants i don't know what that is why did you target me whoever is running your ads fire them they don't know how to target ads it's it's awful i don't know what that is i have never clicked anything regarding that why are you sending ads to me like that you spent 
a ton of money to run this ad to people, five second ad, and now I hate you. I hate YouTube because of it, so stop. Terrible ad, bad ad, bad ad copy. Don't do it, don't buy their product, fix your ads. How would you fix the ad? Uh, tell me what the new mutants are, why I should care, and then show me where to find it. That's called ADA, attention, interest, desire, action. Follow that. That's your copy critique with Tyler Sass. All right, let's get right back in to the videos. Sorry, guys. Um, I just figured if they're going to interrupt our show frequently with ads, that um, we'll at least give them a little feedback. What do you think? Uh, feel free to tag whoever runs that ad in the video and let them know how I feel about their advertising. <laughs> All right. So, bear entering creepy mode. Let us begin. Bears can do this? <laughs> That's a bear. That's not a person in a bear suit. Um, so I think this actually adds to the lore of Bigfoot. Because now if you combine the bears do this, like 100% you're going to think that's Bigfoot. <laughs> it looks so goofy. Oh my god. My apologies, God. It's just so freaking weird. Oh, there you go. You're doing so good. Were you guys aware that this is a thing bears just do? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's so... F it looks like a person wearing a bear suit. Like, they're wearing a bear suit and put on a bear head. He's literally doing some head bobs at you. It's like, what? Did I just break your mind? <laughs> oh, and that is my bear footage for you guys today. Is that not... Look at that. that. That straight up could be a Halloween costume right there. You could buy a suit that makes you look exactly like that. And it's, it, it's freaking weird. It is really really bizarre so that is the uh, video we have here for today for the bears now let's get on into the next video oh those are my paranormal videos we have paranormal paranormal videos coming up as well uh but this one is an ape who decides to go king kong in japan of all places <laughs> so the backstory here is this chimp uh, escaped the local Jap uh, Japanese zoo and has decided to pretend to be King Kong. He's up on top of a power cable and he is uh, showing off his menacing fangs as he chews on power cords. Um, and they're obviously afraid that if he chews on the power cords that eventually it's going to uh, not only kill the ape but also shut down the power to the uh, local area. So uh, they're coming out to capture Mr. Monkey. As you can see, Mr. Monkey is not happy about this. <laughs> so that is, do not be alarmed. That is a tranquilizer gun. It is not, it's not deadly. It's not, it does not kill him. It doesn't poison him. Um, he, he, he's, he'll be fine. So he nails him with the trank dart right there. You can see it's still hanging out of his arm. 
and uh, this activates his full-blown King Kong mode. <laughs> oh, he is not messing around. Oh, <laughs> he took a swipe at him. <laughs> that was close, too. Imagine if he had just gotten a little bit closer, this dude would be done. And now he's swinging, too, so he can get momentum. He might be able to get over it. Like, monkeys know what to do. But he has been tranquilized, so he should be... Should be a little de delirious. And he's just screeching at him. It looks like he removed the dart, too. I don't know how those darts work. Do they deliver their entire payload upon impact, or does it, uh, is it a slow release? I can translate this. I think it's Gozira, Gozira, Gozira. I think that's what they're saying. He just goes back to state. He's like, yeah. Yeah, you want to try it again? You want to try it again? Oh, my gosh. Oh. This is just in the city. This is just happening. It looks like his arm is asleep. Maybe that's from the tranquilizer, but everything else is fine. Oh, he's found another perch. I haven't gotten this far into the video. <laughs> I just saw him take a swipe. Oh, there he goes. Oh, oh, all right, all right. So he's definitely getting sleepy timed. But he also seems pretty conscious, too. Jeez, man. If any of those wires snap, he's going to get shocked. That's incredible how powerful they are. Oh, oh. Oh, jeez. I looked up the backstory on this just to confirm. The monkey is okay. He uh, He's perfectly fine. Uh, he only escaped with a few scrapes and bruises, but he was perfectly healthy. No broken bones, no concussions. Totally perfectly fine. Which, with that added in, um, if you can look how far he falls, he walks away from this completely unscathed. Completely unscathed. Boom! If that was a person, you're done. Monkeys are so freaking resilient. Very powerful creatures. He just tanked that like it was nothing. Just fell fell from that entire that power pole. Walked away with scrapes and bruises. That's all. It's incredible. Incredible monkey. And so that is the monkey going full King Kong on us in Japan. Uh, very interesting. He escaped from the local zoo and uh, terror decided to terrorize a city. Uh, now the last one here. Um, this is something that's a very interesting fact. <laughs> so uh, people, people get mixed up, especially when you live in a America or Britain or any of these places. Uh, major, major cities, uh, I think they call them first world countries. They're probably about to go back to second or third world countries in a little bit, but yeah, you know, um, we forget that the rest of the world isn't like us sometimes. And then we get these silly causes in our head. Um, we get these ideas of like, protect nature, man. Everything's gotta be perfect and at peace and harmony and life. And if you so much as touch a feather on a bald eagle's head you're 
that's a $250,000 fine. And we live in this very bizarre, isolated bubble of reality. The rest of the world isn't like that. <laughs> in fact, the rest of the world has to deal with what you're about to see here. This is a video from Southeast Asia uh, at a local grocery market. That, my friends, is a Bengal tiger. <laughs> That's a Bengal tiger just walking into the store. <laughs> so this guy's cowering in fear, as he should. And uh, as you will see here, <laughs> the customers react appropriately. <laughs> now, what you have to understand is a Bengal tiger can literally kill you with a single swipe of its paw without even much force. A simple, and you are dead. There's there's nothing you can do. It tears through your skin like tissue paper. And uh, tigers kill people all the time in these countries. So when you hear, oh, they kill tigers in India. Oh, they're killing tigers in uh, these other countries. Yes. Yes, they are. It's because they do stuff like this. And they're deadly monsters that can kill you. And you just, just, I guess they didn't have any people for sale. Crappy business. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, that is the Bengal Tiger. Matthew says that the wires broke his fall. I know, right? It's pretty intense. Uh, but he's referring to the monkeys earlier. Is it crazy? Is there a delay, by the way? Let me know if you're what. Oh, wait, I can see it up here. What am I saying? No, there isn't a delay. Awesome. Um, yes, that is... <laughs> So that is a reality that you could be living in. Um, so when you, you hear about these things and how we need to protect the wildlife, just, just realize there is more going on than you might know. So the next video I wanted to send here for you guys is a bit of personal, obviously I have a personal incentive to tell you about this. Um, this is the build, grow, and create segment. This is where we teach you things that you can start doing in your own life. And today we're gonna to be covering how to send a letter. Now, the reason why I wanna say to teach you guys this skill is um, depending on the force that the opposition would like to do against the current coup that is occurring in America, there is a military coup occurring uh, between the partnership between China and the left-wing government. Um, they have partnered up and are attempting to overthrow the United States government right now. And depending on the oppositional force um, and the, the fallout from that conflict, this could affect communication lines um, and increase the nature of censorship to a, a bit of an extreme for a small period of time. And um, who, who knows how long that might last and so in the event that you're not able to communicate on the internet clearly whether that be truthfully or at all um on social media and things of these nature this is what we are trying to build here at the parliament of owls at ask a wizard it's the letter club and the reason we are setting up the letter club is this is our last line of defense in communication chains. Uh, this is something that is protected by uh, in the Constitution uh, through the post office. 
This is something that is very difficult to shake and move. And this is where we want to build our foundation. We want to build it on stone, not sand. YouTube is nice. Facebook is nice. Instagram's nice. TikTok's nice. But it could be gone in a day and we'll never see each other again unless you are subscribed to our letter club and know how to send letters. And this doesn't just mean for us, but this means for everyone. This is your friends, your family uh, that are not near you. If you want to be able to communicate to them, it's important to know how to do these things. Um, so we're going to be showing you how to do that here today because I know this isn't taught in school anymore. Um, and we don't have many reasons to do this nowadays. So we're going to be covering that. And uh, the video that we'll be watching here uh, we're not going to copy. We're not going to copy critique that one. Uh, today's video is from Kristen Sierra. Uh, you can go subscribe to her there. She's got the title of her video is "How to Address Weird Slash Fill Out an Envelope," and so she's going to be showing us how to do that. I'm going to be skipping around as usual. We're not going to watch the whole video, um, but this is going to give you the basic principles here so that you know how to send a letter. And um, I highly, highly recommend joining the letter club you can go to askwizardmagic.com forward slash letter dash club it is free to join um, or you can simply send me a letter in the mail at my p.o box you do not have to send money you do not need to um, send money if you don't want to again the support is greatly appreciated i thank you guys for that support however um, this is about building a line of communication that is built on stone in the event that anything happens to the owls communication networks into the future um, there will be alternatives that immediately arise when that kind of thing happens and we do need one solid communication point uh, to distribute the message to where the new communication channels are so for example if uh youtube were to go down today we would all migrate over to d live uh that would be the next place that we would move and uh if so on and so forth we need a solid foundation the final line in the stand which is the post office and so that's what the letter club is for hey naz how's it going absolutely i'll get you added to the list right now sir Bo, naz is on the list So, you need a stamp up in the top. Um, they cost about 25 cents. Uh, you can get them at the post office. You can get them for cheaper sometimes, a little bit more expensive. Uh, it requires one stamp to send one letter with a piece of paper. If you add a cool wax seal like I do, that's an additional 15 cents. I don't feel that confusing. They're not going to get her address. Um, if this is like your home address, up in the top left corner, you're gonna be adding your return address. This is where if the postman can't get your letter to the person, they're gonna send it back here. So that would be your home address. Like your, um, I think it'll be your house number. And then you wanna make sure you put a, write it out, but I would suggest dropping that down to the next line and writing out your state. Um, and then you can put the and then postal code or TA either way. So what you're gonna to wanna to include here is your street name, your address, your city, your city, or your sit, your city, your state, and your zip code, um, along with your address and your name at the top. The name isn't a hundred percent necessary, but it's good to have. So just throw that up at the top. Okay. So the next one, and just for the purpose of my and then in the middle, you want to address who this letter is to. That's going to be the name of the person you're sending it to. 
and then the address to whom this letter should be sent. And that's it. Now, uh, the reason I wanted to bring this particular video up to you guys is um, we had a few of the owls who said, I don't know how to send a letter. I've never sent a letter before, so we want to cover this. And I also wanted to kind of stress the, the importance of this because it's not um, just something for, it, it is fun. I really do enjoy sending letters with you guys. Um, I do the, enjoy the communication. I really appreciate all the support and reaching out to you. Um, but there is a reason for why we're doing what we're doing. Um, the Parliament of Owls are uh, a group of people that I think are very important and uh, that I care about. They're my friends and my allies, and I, I want the best for them. That's why I do these streams. And so this is a very important communication channel. One of the most important things to have in terms of like, for example, military strategy, not that we're a military in any way, there's no violence here. We don't promote violence in any shape or form. Um, we are about people who build and create and grow the beautiful, the good and the true. We will protect ourselves, of course. Um, and we wage war with economics. We wage war with our word, with persuasion. Um, we don't use violence unless we're trying to protect ourselves, self-defense. We follow the Christian Bible, which teaches us that. Um, even if you're not Christian, that is the principles that we, we teach. And so um, this is an important aspect, though, is to have communication lines, to be able to speak to each other, to be able to talk to each other, to be able to tell each other things uh, and give information. And so we use email, we use phones, we use YouTube, we use TikTok, we use social media, we use Facebook, we use Instagram, we use all of these things. These are, are useful things. Um, they can be compromised, they can be uh, turned off, they can be shut off, they can be turned on and off, things can be blocked. Um, there are vulnerabilities here. There's cost to these channels. And so this is about establishing a very solid and um, concrete communication line. So that's why we want to be able to send letters to each other if you're in the Parliament of Owls. And now you know how to do it. Stamp in the top, return address on the left, who you're sending it to in the middle. Make sure you get all your information, your name, your address, your city, your state, and your zip code. And the same information for who you're sending it to. And that, my friends, is how to send a letter with Ask a Wizard. I know, a little a little boring, not, not the most entertaining compared to what we're about to watch, which is some paranormal videos. Let's take a look here. So this is what I call the paranormal paracosm. So the paranormal paracosms are the... So, if you guys are familiar with my theory on paracosms, this is the uh, psychological worlds that we build in our heads. These can be real. These can be fake. Um, they're, for example, if you've ever read a book, books tend to build paracosms in people's minds if they are written well. For example, Tolkien, one of the greatest writers uh, to ever live, has uh, fantastic at building a paracosm. You walk away with this world in your mind. That's what a paracosm is. And so these videos may be real, maybe not, but they definitely build a solid paracosm of spookiness and paranormal activity. This is what magic is all about, and uh, I find them very entertaining. So let's take a look.
First one up on here is the Creepy Crawlers. Ooh, these guys are really weird. Uh, so this is caught on camera. And they were caught on camera in a place called Fresno. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Your ad is terrible. I don't care. I don't care. Don't make me copy. Don't make me copy. Critique you. Uh, the music makes this even better. The, the the music makes it a lot less spooky. So I picked this one. So this is caught on a uh, webcam. Uh, court, uh, or a, yeah, I think it was a webcam security photo uh, footage. A guy was experiencing uh, animals vandalizing his yard, his garden, and wanted to catch them on tape. Figure out what it was. Was it a raccoon? Was it a cat? Was it the neighbor's pets? Things like that. So he sets up this camera to try and track them down. And this is known as the Fresno Nightcrawler. Look at that thing. <laughs> so it appears to be like a little blankie with legs just, just strutting along. Let's do it without the music so you can get the spooky effect. You know, these scary videos, it's always a grainy, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder why that is. Hey, Brazy, how are you doing? Look at that. I don't know. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? My, I'm looking at this. Part of me thinks, like, what if it's a plastic bag? You know, I know plastic bags can move pretty darn weird um, if the wind hits them the right way. But that does seem like it's clearly walking. But it, it, I guess it could be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Let's hear in the comments below what you think. Um, got any theories? Got any insights? This is from Fresno. A guy with his bed sheet on top of him. Oh, okay, okay. So you're going like more smaller scale. You're thinking this is like, so, or I should say farther away. So you're thinking this is like a full human size. Okay, okay, I could see that. Yeah, a guy with a bed sheet. It's just, he walks so weird. I guess, yeah, maybe a guy like limping. I could see that. Good, good, good insight, Naz. Good thought, good thought. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. All right, well, that's it. That is the Fresno, that is the Fresno Nightcrawler paranormal video I have for you. Oh, Matthew's coming in with a theory. Let's hear. Guy using cloaking technology. That that is a bold claim. That is a bold claim coming in from Matthew. But I guess you know, if you were using cloaking technology and you're trying to be sneaky, I guess that's kind of what it would look like. Because cloaking technology is not perfect. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right, all right. Some good theories. Good theories from the owls. I'm liking it. Um, let's move on to the next spooky video I have here. Uh, next one coming up on the list is the Disneyland ghost sighting. This is one of the few ones that I look at and I think, maybe this is credible. Maybe this is real. And the reason that I find this one to be a bit more credible than the rest. By the way, this is a really great channel. Uh, highly recommend checking it out. It's called Offhand Disney. Um, they do, if you like Disneyland stuff, they do a lot of content, um, regarding Disneyland and I, I find them to be very entertaining. Uh, we did research on them back in the day when I was creating a YouTube channel, um, 
for our local lawn care company where we reviewed local things in Orange County. And uh, they were one of the people putting out Disney content. And we were putting out Disney content as well. And I enjoyed watching their videos. Um, so this is a ghost sighting in Disneyland. And so the reason I find this particular one very compelling is Disneyland is very, very, very um, careful with their branding images and PR and marketing. Um, they don't like it when people spread rumors about their brand. Um, and especially ones that would be anything that could be perceived as relating to death or fear or or very spooky things. Um, if you want an example of the highest level of uh, controversy that Disney will do in terms of fear, check out their Haunted Mansion. You know, you're not getting spooked by the Haunted Mansion. It's fun. It's silly. It's entertaining. Um, are there some dark undertones to it? Yes, of course. But it's not... Um, at no point are you feeling like you're at not scary farm for example or a universal scary farm or whatever they call theirs um the, it's lighthearted and fun and so that's part one part two is that disney has some incredible security equipment i got some behind the scenes information on this because i worked at disneyland um and they demonstrated the security capacities that they had um, now this is from the past so this isn't as good as what they have today but disneyland has the ability uh to while you're sitting down on a bench with a map open on a bench so let's say on this screen here let's say this top left corner this is the haunted mansions walkway if you were sitting down here on this bench let's say the bench is here right this camera could zoom in to the map and read what you're reading. It could literally see what you are reading on the map. It's that level of security footage that's going on in Disneyland. It's sophisticated stuff. So they, even though this is older tech, this is a blurrier footage, um, Disney has always invested in some of the best technology when it comes to that kind of thing. So you are not going to be experiencing like weird glitches and bugs. So that's another reason why I'm kind of leaning towards this might be real. And then the third thing is I 100% have seen Ghost at Disneyland. I'm just going to leave that out there. <laughs> All right, well, let's begin. Now odds are if you have familiarized yourself with the spooky side of Disneyland, you have seen this video circulating before. Now I've seen lots of theories circulating about what this could be. Could it be a double exposure? Could it be a reflection of light? Or could this actually be a ghost haunting Disneyland? Now I'm not gonna... Right there is the ghost, by the way. I'm not talk too much about this particular video clip because Captain Disillusion actually already made a wonderful... Come on. It's a camera recording footage of an empty haunted mansion on top of an earth maintenance worker. The same explanation for this video. <sighs> Let's go. Circulating the internet. Oh. Like the Mr. Offhand, you're annoying me. I posted on this channel before. Or right, this check video this out. of the maintenance worker on the Tower of Terror that 
has the same vertical streaks that are present in the Haunted Mansion ghost video. I think that this raises the point that since Disney has gone digital with their cameras and that since smartphones are more readily available, we see less and less videos of ghosts at Disneyland these days. So is Disneyland haunted? Short answer, probably not. Really? That's it? That's all you got for me? Come on offhand. I am disappointed in you. Where is that Disneyland security ghost? Oh, they're scrubbing this video. They're scrubbing it. Guys, they don't want you to see this. This might be real. They don't want people to see this. Let's get this out there. I'm probably going to get banned for this video. Let's go. We're going to scroll right on through. They're trying to hide this stuff. Disney doesn't want this out there. What up, Disney? Why 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 are you why are you hiding stuff? What in the world? Where is it? There we go. All right, let's check this out. Hey, how's it going, K-Dog? Welcome. My goodness. All right, so take back what I said about offhand Disney. What they're doing is putting out propaganda for Disneyland. Did you see that? That video was just, hey, guys, uh, this is the top scariest Disney's, but there's nothing scary here. Everything is fine. There's nothing to see here. All of the camera footage is fake. Trust me. We had somebody that works for us that made other videos showing it's fake. Trust us. Please trust us. And then they scraped the video off of the internet. That's crazy. believe it to be the ghost of Walt Disney himself. What's interesting is that it was captured on multiple cameras. This is the video I wanted to show you. There's been quite a lot of theories to debunk this one. The main one is that it's just reflections of light. Take a look and let me know what you think. That clearly looks like a person walk. Look, he literally walks into another frame. Wow. I think we might have stumbled onto something real here, guys. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> Did you see him at the end there? I think that this is... This might be something real because why is Disney trying to scrub this video? This is standard PR tactics. So they're burying the video that you cannot find the original video anywhere. The only place we're able to find it is buried within a clip channel of someone who took the footage and put it up from before. And they're putting out fake PR videos, debunking the video, showing that it's fake and why they think it's fake. I, I, I think that this, I think we may... We might be seeing a real ghost. Some people believe it to be the ghost of Walt Disney himself. What's interesting is that it was captured on multiple... Even this guy has to throw in the... Oh, I think that it could be debunked. Cameras. And this entity is in sync on all of them. There's been quite a lot of theories to debunk this one. The main one is that it's just reflections of light. Take a look and let me know what... Look at that. So this is right here, right here on the screen. He's clearly forming into a human body. He begins walking. You can see him here and picked up on the second camera as well. Right there, right there. Walks right through the gate. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning towards real. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Let's hear in the bottom. Did we just discover real did we just discover a real ghost? I think we might have just discovered a real ghost. Uh, I am doing very well, K Doc. How are you? Oh my gosh! I think we just—I think we just discovered a. If my channel gets banned tomorrow, you know what happened, everybody. And join my letter club. <laughs> join it. 
We just went. We just went Facebook pirate ship. I, on on Facebook, I have the Facebook pirate ship. Facebook.com forward slash Ask a Wizard, where we sail around the internet for mysteries and memes. And I do my research for the show there. Um, and that's kind of what we do is we just hop in and do some live searches and try to find the coolest, most amazing stuff on the internet that we can find to show for you guys in the show. Um, if you want to join us, you can join our pirate ship on Facebook. Let's see... This is the final one I got here. Let's get that queued up and see what you guys have to say. Uh, Matthew thinks it's a hologram. Interesting. All right. K-Dog's doing good. Glad to hear that you're doing well, K-Dog. Hologram. So I could see... But there are no... That's... Why did Disney set up a hologram and then bury it and try to hide it and and not let people talk about it like i feel like if disneyland wanted to do like a ghostly sighting to do some marketing campaigns which by the way disney does not do those disney hates the controversy marketing style they never want to do this whole viral marketing you know like they did for the it movie they put a bunch of clowns out in the uh woods to freak people out so that they could get hype for the new it movie um they don't like to do that kind of thing at all they think that that's like you know that's what the poor people do to put it bluntly and to be rude but that's that's more or less the mindset that you have coming in from the marketing team there uh they're above that you know they're like if we want to put out a cool thing we're just going to put out a cool thing you know they'd, they'd have the cute cartoon ghost pop up and spook you and this season's savings sign up today like they, they don't do this kind of uh they don't push the envelope with their marketing, which I, I think that they could improve on, especially with the digital element. I think that there's a lot of room for improvement there, but, um, you know, it's a cultural thing and, you know, they choose to do what they want to do. And clearly it's successful for them and up until recently when they stopped following story and trying to tell good stories and trying to uh, build cult, good cultural values and just, you know, became a political machine. Um, up until that point, they were doing well. Now their profits are tanking. They're doing horrible. There's a good chance that um, you might see some of their theme parks starting to dry up and, um, you know, their movies are failing. They're losing money on Star Wars. They've made a bunch of really, really big mistakes. So maybe in the near future, there might be someone who comes in and turns that brand around and can bring that edge that you need and more importantly, bring back that truth that Disney needs, which... Um, I think it's very obvious what could be done to be fixed, but if you want a visual representation of just how far Disney has fallen, uh, if you had an opportunity to experience Star Wars Land at Disneyland, um, then you know how far they've fallen from the level of skill and in detail and and respect that they had for their art. Um, you can go watch, look at Fantasyland, go look at Tomorrowland. These, these parks are built beautifully, designed beautifully, intricately, thoughtfully with people's, uh, paths built in with the thoughts on how to direct traffic well and how to best, uh, give an all encompassing environment. They're done to the point where walking into Toontown is like walking into a living piece of art. It's beautiful. And then you walk into Star Wars land and it is a complete joke. 
Um, you know, you have pathways that are crossing the, each other, smashing people into each other, complete blind sides. You could walk through the park and miss half of it. Um, the the lines are designed just incredibly bad. And, um, you know, that's with Star Wars. It's almost impossible to lose money on Star Wars. And yet here they are losing money on Star Wars movies. So Disney has a lot of improvements that it needs to make. And um, I don't know if they'll make them. And if they don't, they'll get replaced. But I hope that they do. I, I like I like Disney. I see them as a great competitor. <laughs> All right, moving on. That's my little diatribe about Disney. Let's move on to Ghost Cars. All right, the Ghost Car. So this is a classic. Um, this showed up on uh, Court TV back in the day. Uh, I remember watching this on TV back in the 90s. This is the classic Ghost Car caper. This is police cam footage, by the way. This mysterious driver tricks cops into thinking he's about to pull over. Then all hell breaks loose. Oh, he starts swerving. He starts swerving. The officers watching this. That was a that was an interesting way to take a J turn. Get only a quick glimpse of the man behind the wheel. It's the last look they'll get. Wait, we got a glimpse of him. I want to see him. Was that a human or was it a ghost? It's the last no, come on, show me. The officers watching this tape get only a Um, I can't tell. It's too blurry. I don't know if that's a person or a ghost. It's it's a blob. I don't know. Can't see the video. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you for letting me know. Uh, probably be easier to see the video with the uh, overlay off, huh? So yeah, I don't. So this is J-turn car here, right? So he's coming in and swerves like a crazy person. Going with the J-turn. And we're going to try and get the footage of his face. We're trying to see his face. That's all that you get. That's that's it. So I, there does appear to be somebody there, but you can't see anybody. It's like a blob. You can't really tell if it's a person or or a woman. I think it's just the camera's just not good enough. I wouldn't describe it as that he disappeared into thin air. So he's chasing him down. He didn't vanish. He drove. <laughs> His moves are still baffling to the police as he swerves all over the road, driving like a man possessed. Yeah, that is weird the way he's driving. Really, seemingly supernatural. <laughs> Oh, oh, did he nail that sign? Into the twilight zone. Watch. <laughs> this guy's I think this guy's in Grand Theft Auto. Is this Grand Theft Auto footage? Well, <laughs> oh, is are they on dirt right now? I think they're on dirt. 
dude just turned. Okay, so the cop turns. Wait, what? Wait, what? Did you see that? Let's watch that again. He turns, he turns left. The cop turns left. The car is on the other side. And there's a fence. What the heck? How does he get through that? Wow. So he just melted through that fence. Huh. What? What is... What do you guys think? What What are your thoughts? What What in the world? I mean, they're trying to hype up the the paranormal. The first parts The first parts makes sense to me, where it's just it's guys swerving around. He's trying to juke the cops. He did a J term, so he clearly knows how to drive pretty well. Um, he's probably just trying to be an evasive driver, which you know that that's how you're supposed to do evasive driving is you keep your speed pretty consistent. Do some uh, making sure that you are doing solid maneuvers and trying to essentially confuse and otherwise uh, distract the pursuer. So that makes sense. But this is like he melts through the fence. I wish that fog wasn't there. My thoughts are maybe, maybe he, hmm. Okay, so here's a theory. Maybe he is a professional criminal. Maybe he's a professional and had planned this out because he does, he executed a J-turn pretty well um, and managed to evade the cops a few times so that he's clearly gifted in what he's trying to do. Um, they also reference the fact that he's driving quite quickly. So he probably has this, what appears to be cheap car souped up. Um, what if... Perhaps he snipped. What if he snipped the bottom of the fence? The bent, like it looks like it's into the ground, but in reality, it's all cut. And so this is like his getaway spot. So he drove through it. Maybe the fence just bends with the car, and then snaps back down because it hits it and just, and then snaps back down. Perhaps that 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 would be how he gets through. Maybe let's see. Can we see any evidence of that? So he gets through it. Oh, dang it. Ah, uh, maybe there's a little bed in there? Maybe? That looks pretty solid. I don't know. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Let's hear. That's incredible. Well, you would think that if if that was the case, the cops would have gotten out and investigated it. And uh, man, that's intense. <laughs> that's crazy. I have no idea how that works. Uh, but that is our paranormal videos for today. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the paranormal paracosm. Uh, Matthew says the lights vanish. Do they? Oh, let's let's check that out. Let's see. Matthew may have caught something. Let's see. The lights vanish.
Okay, go, where, where does he go? So here he is. Let's, let's follow the car. <clears throat> so he makes his turn. Okay, so we see the car. There's his lights, there's his lights. He's right in front of us. Lights, lights. Oh, you're right. It's just gone. Wow. Wow, you're right. I didn't even catch that. Good catch, Matthew. Whoa. Wow. I don't know, man. That's intense. That is intense. Wow. <laughs> All right, the paracosm, the paranormal paracosm. Hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Let me know in the comments below if you enjoy these spooky kinds of videos. I know that I do, and uh, you can ask Alex. She catches me binge-watching them all the time. And so with that, we have one last segment here for today, which is Practical Philosophy. <clears throat> and this is just a few books that you should own in print. Um, this is a humble suggestion. Um, these are five books that I think are really, really important to have. Um, and I, I will explain more or less why. Um, these are the five books. This is a very simple, very short lecture for today. Um, this is the complete works of Aristotle, the complete works of Plato, the Holy Bible, uh, King James version's nice, but it doesn't have to be King James. If you find NIV is easier for you to read, go ahead and read that as well. Um, it's nothing, not a Mr. Picky here. Uh, the Art of War by Sun Tzu, absolute requirement. You can get the pocket edition, which is beautiful. And Prince also has a pocket edition. Highly recommend getting those as well. And the reason why is that um, with the things that are occurring in our society right now, with the chaos that is going on, um, these books here are more powerful than any weapon that you're going to find. Uh, this is the a man who studies and applies the principles from these books in their life and acts on the knowledge from them uh, is able to scratch the cheek of the emperor. This is a person who can bring an empire to its knees as a single individual man. This contains with it the knowledge to live a good and fruitful life, to build and create the beautiful, the good and the true, to defend what is yours, to keep your family and your friends and community safe, and to engage in this realm of darkness that is owned by Satan. And that's what the Prince covers here. So um, I highly, highly, highly recommend getting printed paper, original copies, uh, not the original book, but the original text, not edited, not, not a manipulated version. Get the official words. Um, now, can it be translated? Are some of these going to be updated and changed? Yes, of course, and that, that's okay. But you want to make sure you're getting... Uh, an edition that is trying to be true to the original text and that's very crucial because this is a vector that's being attacked um, people are trying to hide this information um, the information in front of you used to be standard and taught to every person this was what it meant to be an educated person was people would read these things. Um, now, you do not get taught Aristotle in school. You are not taught Plato in school. You are not taught from the Bible in school. You're not taught the art of war in school. You're not taught the prince in school. And there's a reason for that, because a man equipped with these things is able to fully and 
easily engage um, empires, armies. A person with this can bring hundreds of thousands of people uh, down, economically speaking, um, through the tactics and techniques brought in here, and can build civilizations. They can overthrow nations and have done so. Plato documents, for example, uh, Socrates and his uh, noble death bringing about a uh, fall of Rome, as it is often portrayed in mythology. And so these five books are what I would recommend getting a copy of, getting a hard copy of. I don't e I will go and do my buy these, refer, find these books and sell it, send them to you thing, but I do not hold these on um, in stock because the copies I have, I hold because the price of them keeps going up. And the reason the price, other than the Bible, you can always get the Bible. Really, yeah, Actually, the Bible and the Art of War and the Prince you can get for pretty cheap. They're really going hard after Aristotle and to a lesser extent, Plato. Um, Aristotle, if you buy that, when, when I bought it, it was maybe 75 bucks. Now it's $150. Uh, Aristotle is continuing to go up because there's a massive demand for his works because of the great importance of it and um, the supply is being diminished because it is being uh, removed and redacted from history because of how important it is uh, to a lesser extent that's happening with plato as well um, and in many parts of the world that's happening to the bible in china being one of the most uh, common places that's happening right now so uh, i recommend getting these get them in hard uh, hardback, get them hard, get hardcover if you can afford it. Um, if you need to go the cheap route, you know, f print, get, go on the public domain and print them out on pieces of printer paper. Get, get the information. The information is what matters. Um, get it, get it out there. Uh, I would like it if every, if every owl uh, had these five books, physical copies, hardbound, covered books, written on hemp paper, ideally. Um, that would be my dream. I don't know if that is attainable because I know, you know, not everyone is, um, as into books as I am and the knowledge as I am, but, um, that would be a good dream is to have a thousand nodes because with these five books, you can rebuild civilization and you can re rebuild the Western civilization. So that would be my recommendation for you guys. I hope that that helps you out. That is our simple, small, short, uh, practical philosophy section for today and with that we were going to close up the stream we do have one reading if Naz if you're still here let me know in the comments below if you're still here and um, we will get your reading started shortly and if there's anyone else looking for a live wizard reading all you need to do is like and share the stream that's how you qualify for a live wizard reading um, you can also get a three card reading by going to paypal.me forward slash ask a wizard pay whatever you think the wisdom is worth and what you can afford and I will get you a three card reading and of course you can always send your letters at PO Box 8881 Missoula, Montana 59807 uh, sending letters here I read them live on air you can send financial support through the mail as well however it's not required uh, your letters are motivating and inspiring though your financial support is greatly appreciated as well all right let's see Naz are you here let me know let me see if I can channel Naz 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 can you make a noise for us Naz are you here <laughs> Naz, are you here? I'm looking for a reading. 
<laughs> was pretty, that was a, I'm still thinking about that ghost video. That was a great catch, by the way, Matt. Um, seeing the, the the lights disappearing part, I didn't I didn't even notice that. That's um, that adds to the caper. Like maybe. I mean, you could make the lights disappear. So like if you drive through the fence, it snaps back and then you kill the gas, maybe to hide in the darkness and then you leave on foot, perhaps. Because I, I would assume if you plowed through a fence, that probably would screw up your card, right? Hey, Naz is here. What is When is my turn? Your turn is right now, Naz. Uh, is there anything in particular you're looking for a reading about? Let me know. Um, I wonder if... Um, yeah, because like you go through the fence, it probably trashes your car, and then you kill the gas and then book it on foot. That might be the that might be the play. But then again, the the cops aren't stopped by a fence. At some point, they're gonna get through it and and pursue them. Just a general one. Haha. <laughs> Thanks. No problem at all, Naz. All right, let's get you a reading. That's uh that's an interesting puzzle. That is. That is definitely an interesting puzzle. All right, let's get a reading for Nams. Ooh, seven of spades popping up again. Let's pop that up here. Boom, that is the uh, seven of spades for you right there. So the seven of spades is about the um, knowledge of, it's confidence in your wisdom. And so this actually popped up with you before from i think it was yesterday you got the seven of spades so it seems like we haven't really transitioned yet let's see if there's any new wisdom here all right so this is telling me um i think that we're i think we're kind of getting a little bit tricked here I think that we're, this is saying uh, we're gaining knowledge right now and we're confident in the knowledge we have, but it's not about stuff that's important. I think that we're going to getting lost in the ways of the world. Um, this is about, you know, learning about things and studying things that aren't important. Like um, the thing that comes through is like being popular, being famous, getting lots of followers, getting lots of likes, that, that kind of thing. Um, we're studying it. We're learning about it. We're trying to best communicate that. And I, I get that the, the, those things are not what you should be pursuing. Um, what you should be going towards is what am I passionate about? What do I love? What am I called to do? What is What am I guided towards? Um, not the end result of doing something for... But a lot of people screw this up. They, they think about the end result of something, um, a byproduct of something, and then say, that's what I'm going to do. So they think, like, I want to be rich. And so then they say, all right, well, who's rich? Well, people who are rich are uh, YouTubers, entrepreneurs, actresses, actors, uh, things like that. And um, that's not the majority of people who are financially successful, the majority of people who are financially successful are people who own small businesses to medium-sized businesses um, that are producing something that is valuable, typically in an industry 
that is boring or uh, in many cases uh, hard, difficult, gross, and specialized. Um, there's a lot more millionaires who make money off of, say, repairing hot dog carts or um, making fixing refrigerators or uh, fixing air conditioning units or are mechanics on planes um these are or, or ships they make a lot more money and uh will continue to make a lot more money statistically speaking than your typical actor your typical uh entrepreneur your typical fill-in-the-blank famous rich career and that's important to know <laughs> so like it's easy to not easy i shouldn't say it's easy it's much, much, much more likely and less difficult to become a millionaire being a really good carpet cleaner who knows how to build teams of people and train them than it is to be a millionaire as an actor. Uh, your chances of succeeding and having a full-time income as an actor is like 1%, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It's like 99% chance of failure, 1% of success rate. Uh, the average work is 100 hours a week for 10 years before you make a full-time income from acting. And even then, if you go through that trial, I think it's only a 25% chance that you make it. So very, very, very small chance of success in that field. Uh, versus if you put in 10 years into a carpet cleaning business, you're probably going to be making a full-time income within a year or two. And you can scale that thing up to a million dollar business within about five. So if what you're after is financial success, you need to start thinking about what is the most effective way to get there. And if you're concerned with fame and fortune, I, for me, I don't understand why anyone would go to that. Um, frankly, it doesn't make sense to me because I don't see any positive to fame and fortune or fame, I should say. Uh, it seems like... People who become famous have mental illness, depression, uh, drug abuse, terrible, terrible lives, really. <laughs> it's not fun. Um, and so I don't know why you would pursue fame. And if it is fame that you're pursuing, um, perhaps what you want is community. Perhaps what you want is friendship and community. And you're mistaking that for fame. And if that's the case, I'd say, you know, build a small group of friends that you care about and trust and respect and that are your friends and have shared um interest that that would be the way to go you know start at church church is a great place to go and that's that's what we're doing here at the owls um that's that's what i'm trying to build so that would be my recommendation there and i hope that helps you out naz i hope that gives you some insights let me know in the comments below if that helped you out and uh, if we have anyone else looking for a live wizard reading let me know in the comments below we'll get that reading started shortly um however uh if we don't we will uh, go ahead and close up the stream and have a good weekend i am a sleepy wizard so i am excited for going to bed um though i'll probably end up staying up till 3 a.m in the morning again like i always do <laughs> it's not good i need to fix that habit Naz says, thank you so much. No problem at all, Naz. Uh, and he says, yes, thanks. Awesome. Glad I was able to help Naz and give you some insights. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if you want to send your support, throw some money into the tip jar. If you enjoy what I'm doing here, go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. That's where you can throw in your uh, payments and you'll get a three card reading as well. And of course, you can send your letters to P.O. Box 8881, Missoula, Montana, 59807 that is the place to send your letters to 
And if you have any used books that you would like to buy from me, I have three great ones up here for sale. Uh, you might enjoy those, but I also have a few other ones as well. So if you'd like to book a call, you can go on to my show uh, or my show, my website, askawizardmagic.com, um, where I will talk to you about what you're going through, uh, what you're dealing with in life, and you pay me whatever you think that is worth. And it does have to be over $20 if you'd like me to send you a book. And then I send you a book that will help you with that problem. Um, if I don't have a book to help you with that problem, I will go and find a book with, that will help you with that problem. That is part of what I do as a wizard. So thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for supporting the stream. I greatly appreciate it. I'll see you guys same place, same time here on Monday. Uh, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And TikTok Magic Show is at 7.20 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And the Facebook pirate ship is spontaneous and unpredictable. So make sure you like it and hit the notification bell um, so, and click see first so that you know when it goes live. And I go live on Facebook and we sail the seas and we search for mysteries and memes and find some of the best videos on the internet and a lot of crappy ones too. And we do live wizard readings there. And that's how I uh, build the content for this show here. So if you're interested in seeing how this thing gets put together, that is the place to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you all later. Have a good evening. Oh, also, the Facebook one is a lot less clean. Not that I am trying to be inappropriate, but um, we are searching through the internet. So you, you find videos that sometimes inappropriate, sometimes uh, bad language, just... Uh, boring bad stuff so if that's not your kind of thing i get it that's why i make the show the way i do here uh, it is a pirate ship so expect sailor language on a pirate ship so thank you so much for tuning in i'll talk to you all later have a good evening and peace